Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome. In episode two, I talked about shadow and integration. Today, I'm going to talk about authenticity. It's a word that's thrown out there a lot, especially in business. As entrepreneurs were told, be authentic. No one likes being sold to. Get people to know, like, and trust you. A lot of platitudes, and yet we're constantly being asked to buy products from people to increase our reach, get more clients, find better solutions for marketing and connecting. And it doesn't always seem congruent with what we're being asked to believe or do and what is actually true for ourselves. In psychology, authenticity generally reflects the extent to which a person's core or true self is operating on a day-to-day basis. It's thought to be multiple interrelated processes that have important implications for our functioning and well-being. More simply put, I would say authenticity equals your true self. I don't know about you, but I've found myself being told something that would allow me to be me and then I was asked to change. That can also be in relationships. The gap resulted in discomfort, questioning myself and my decisions, following others, and not everything really served me or was in my best interest. The thing is, I needed to start with having the authenticity within understanding who I am and what what is important and aligning with that which was true for me. I didn't always know. And that came to dating as well. And I would think I was being kind and open by listening to their perspectives. But in actual fact, they were maybe projecting onto me or had their own thing or their own something that was important to them, but it wasn't necessarily what was important to me. So when we come from a corporate setting into entrepreneurship, it's a whole different ball game or kettle of fish. Pick your metaphor. So I had to take a step back and realize people promote others and may or may not have used their products and services. As one example, as a type six in the Enneagram, it's called the loyal skeptic. I didn't own my own authority. I deferred to others and was naive when it came to self-promotion and what was or was not in alignment for me. So I had to learn about that. Working through some of those issues and blind spots, integrating shadow parts, I learned to have more connection to all parts of myself and understand what was underneath those behaviors and ways of seeing the world that didn't serve me anymore to really get to my true nature and true self. Without seeing those parts and integrating them, it can be more challenging to tap into what is authentic for you. You know, society teaches us social skills and ways of being that may or may not feel authentic to us. And there can actually be a process of unlearning those behaviors and kind of niceties of society that may not serve us anymore. So when I do bring in my authentic self, 
I'm in touch with what is going on for me in all areas, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. In any one moment or specific instance, one of those areas may be stronger. So if I'm in a situation that is feeling uncomfortable and I'm unclear as to how I want to act or react, that is the time where I need to go in, take a breath, maybe take an adult time out. Maybe that's going to the washroom or just saying I need to get back to you on that. So allowing me that time to tap into the authentic self that does know. And I know in personal relationships, it took me a long time to learn that, that I process things in a slower way emotionally than some people. And that may be because of trauma background, other things, or just being someone who has traditionally lived more in their head than their heart and having to integrate that. But the thing is, I need that space and I wasn't as comfortable asking for what I needed, which I can now do. And we need to be able to do that for ourselves in all situations in our life, whether it's a personal or a business relationship. So when we're around other people, we can pick up their energy and may be unsure of what is actually theirs and what is ours. And that's how I actually came to teach metaphysics because of needing to understand those energetic boundaries. So what happened when I was returning to work after cancer, I had a really hard time being around stressed out people again. I'd spent six months on my own, sitting on my sofa, really going deep inward and looking at the trauma and how I actually got to that point in my life. And I was just in the process of returning to work and I met a woman at a wine, cheese and tarot card reading party. And she told me about a course that provided energy shields and how you felt protected and the shields helped to bring in the love and leave out the negativity. So I was in, I jumped right in, I was in class the next week and I was back at work within that first week of getting the first shield and feeling okay. So that was almost 20 years ago now, and now I teach both adults and children that system. So I digress a bit. So the thing is, we all need a system or some way to tap into that authenticity and know what is true for you. This incorporates our values, our experiences, how we're feeling, and really being in touch with our body and the sensations and messages we are being given. Have you ever noticed in a relationship how your body is actually the first to know? And it can be intimate relationships or business. There's this energy or lack of it. There's kind of, can be a kind of a shutting down of our systems when we're around that person and maybe we're not feeling safe or something that is letting us know that there's something going on for us. And often we ignore that. And this is our gift, is to be in touch with that and actually be curious about it. So the next step is being able to express our authentic self, but that's for another day. So I hope you found some value and differing perspective on authenticity and how it might, how it might be incorporated into your life in a different way if you're not already using some of these ideas. 
So thank you for being here. And if you've gotten this far, thank you for hanging in. And today I'd like to invite you to my new Facebook community that I recently started. I had a prior group around women and relationships and have wrapped that up and opened a Life of Choice community Facebook group where all genders and people are welcome to continue the discussion and what might come up for you around the podcast and the ideas that I bring up for you. So my hope is to build community. And if you're interested, please come and join me. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.